Ignite your life with passion and purpose. Your health, your wealth, your happiness. Make it good. This is Modern Love with Dr. Brenda Wade. A big thank you to Rainbow Grocery, our favorite grocery store here in the San Francisco Bay Area, for being our sponsor, because a healthy body is a sexy body. Hello, everyone. Happy New Year. Welcome to 2019. And, oh, this is our first show of the new year, and is it ever appropriate? We're talking to the author of the book, Blues to Blessing, and how you can launch this year into one that you can put in the record books, because it will be the first year of many where you continue to expand in your self-love, your growth, your transformation, all of those qualities that we are here to develop as human beings. This is the year for it, and I have declared this the year of miracle after miracle. In fact, that's the name of our first training. Our first Modern Love training in 2019 is called Miracle After Miracle for You in 2019. And this is where you get to make the mind movie of your desired life a reality. So in this new training, one we've never offered before, we go beyond vision boards to a virtual tool and an actual video of your life as you intend it to be. Now, an intention is different from a goal. A goal is something like, um, I want to get a new job. An intention is, I am ready to live my life purpose in the highest, the most elevated way possible. So we're going to set those intentions, build a virtual tool, do a movie of you, so that you can take it with you on your phone and renew that imprint in your subconscious every hour of the day. And as if that's not enough, we have Chief Philip Scott, our Lakota shaman, who will clear all the energy from the past for you. And our medical Qigong master, Ellie Cohen, is going to help us tune our bodies to hold our intention. So, all that is to say, you have to be here. Get yourself to San Francisco from wherever you are on this coming Saturday, January 12th from 10 to 6. We are absolutely launching your intention with so much power that at the end of the year, we're going to mail back a letter that you're going to write with your intention so you can see how many of those intentions you've fulfilled and how you've exceeded them. So without further ado, go to Eventbrite right now. Grab your seat. We only have a handful of seats left because this is such a popular training. So take action. Get to Eventbrite. Let me go to our dear Dr. Brenda question, then I'm going to introduce our wonderful guest. Keep those questions coming. We like getting these questions. Dear Dr. Brenda, I woke up to a very disturbing text from a friend I haven't seen in a while. It said, I awakened for the first time in a long time, sober, and I forgot how good it felt. 
After asking a few more questions of my friend, I discovered she'd partied every night of the past month. I didn't even know someone could function and drink like this. I don't live in the same state with her. I'm at a loss what to do. Should I visit her as part of an intervention? Do I direct her to her family, to her church? I've never dealt with something like this before. It's fine to go or not to go. The answer is go. In the old days, we used to have a philosophy if someone had a problem with addiction. We called it hitting bottom. When they hit bottom, then they'll finally get help. Well, we don't do that anymore. If at all possible, the modern way to help somebody with addiction is through an intervention. And you mention intervention in your letter. That's the road to go down. I've done many, many, many interventions over the years, and I always do them with an intervention specialist who specializes in the particular kind of addiction that person has. So I recommend that you do get in touch with her family, that you let her, let her family know she needs help. Go having already researched interventions in that area where she lives and have a specialist lined up so that you can be part of the intervention. It's a loving, supportive way to say we're here for you because we love you and we're here to get you the help you need because we want you back. We want you back. This is probably why you haven't heard from her in a long time. She hasn't been there. All right, so go. Everyone at some point in their lives needs help, and it's your turn to be the helper. Blessings. All right, let me tell you a little bit more about our guest today, Suzette Webb. Many people want to make a difference in other people's lives, but they haven't figured out what their calling is. And when they do think about finding their purpose, they might put the thought aside because they're overscheduled, overworked, overwhelmed. Well, that's why Suzette Webb is going to share with us her proven four-step process that can quickly take you from self-doubt to clarity. She's going to talk about ways you can learn to trust your inner voice. And that is so important. In fact, it's crucial. You're going to learn to recognize that your past had a purpose and then take action. So Suzette holds an MBA from the Kellogg Graduate School of Northwestern University. She's a mom, an entrepreneur, a speaker, podcaster, and the author of the book I mentioned earlier, Blues to Blessings. And I'm going to give you her website right now. It's www.bluestoblessings.com. And, yes, it's spelled just like the blues, and we're going to chase those blues away. Welcome to the show, Suzette. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. You know, I, I am just enjoying listening to everything that you're sharing. And, oh, my goodness, I'm in Chicago, always looking for a great reason to come to warmer weather I'd love to be there with you this Saturday. <laughs> oh, my God. Get on a plane. Get on a plane oh and come. Oh, my goodness. Well, you know, we will make that happen. We will know, make I, that happen. I just tell you that it is just um, so important. You know, that's where that purpose and listening to that inner voice, all of that is in setting the right intentions. It's all rooted in the same things that you're talking about. I absolutely love the idea of writing that letter 
and then looking at that through the, the by the end of the year and being able to just sort of check off all of those things that you were able to accomplish. So in my four steps that I'll talk about today, I'm, wonder, I'm hoping that that will add some fuel to keep your audience and listeners Oh, I know it will. It's so year. perfect, Suzette. It's absolutely <laughs> perfect. I was looking so, through your material. It's very exciting. But tell us a little bit about how you came to write this book. Yeah, what what happened because, in your life that brought you? You here? know, when I when I that's a that's a great place to start. You know, I when I look at so that so the book is Blues to Blessings and the, the subtitle is Moving from fearful to faithful, right? Because we want to move away from fear. And we want to move towards, as you always teach us, about love and faith and so on. But when I started the book, I was blue. I, I think that I had, you know, as young girls, we have a vision of how our life's going to be. Mm. I'm married, want kids, want to, and I, I had those things, right? I had a good husband, three sons, a good corporate job, and I still felt, like something was missing, like there was a greater calling on my life to do more, but I, I had no idea what that was. And I started looking for the answers outside of myself. So I said, oh, I'm going to climb the corporate ladder, and I'm going to go to grad school, and I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do that. Oh, and that's I, like every, so many of us. We think yeah. if we can get the outside to that's look right. the way. That's right. Somebody told us just to look. So for you, I know I've been That's on this right. road, too, of wanting to fill myself up mm. with outer accomplishments. And it didn't matter right. how That's much right. I accomplished, you know, whether it was uh, becoming, you know, a wife, a mom, which actually was very fulfilling. I love being a mom, right. absolutely. But also, you know, national TV shows, books, none of that did it for me either. That's I right. had to find the inner road. So I just want to validate what you're saying. And what was the tipping point for you that got you to go, hey, there's got to be something else? Yes, yes, yes. Because I was at a pivotal point in my corporate job. And it's always sort of leaping into that unknown, right? I knew there was this voice inside saying, it's time to move on. It's time to explore something new. Um, but I didn't have any answers. In fact, it was a period where I had more questions than I did answers. And I went back to school and went to get my MBA and thinking that I was going to get the answers there and didn't get the answers there. But I took that leap of faith, and as I say, I took that leap from my comfort into my miracle. That was more than 15 years ago, and I haven't looked back. Wow. So you would be amazed. That's that part of, of going from fearful to faithful. So the first step, because I want to get to these four points, was awareness. Well, I hang knew, on, hang on, because yeah. I, I've got to ask you, when you took the leap, what were you feeling? What, what was going on inside of you? Because was, for some of us, we get so triggered by turmoil, we turn around. Yeah, we do. We do. And it was really, I, I, I can only explain it by it was a leap of faith. And I'm telling you, it was not taking a full step. It was a half a step. But I was in corporate, and I had the opportunity to go on or take a package. And I said, guys, I have no idea what in the world I'm going to do. 
but I know this voice in me is getting louder and louder saying it's time to make that leap, and I did. Wow. Um, and, you know, I, I need to say this for so many people because I've had thousands of people go through our modern love trainings, and mm-hmm. a lot of times people come in to our trainings or private work at a moment of crisis where something yeah. has fallen apart because when we don't right. listen to the inner voice, that's right. it does get that's louder, right. and sometimes a crisis happens in our lives to wake us up. So that's right. I just want to say you don't have to wait for the crisis. You could you follow Suzette's you know road that and do something louder else. and louder. Yeah. And, you know, and sometimes, and for your listeners, you know, and most of us are moms who listen, right, they want to know the practical side. Listen, a week ago I just celebrated 22 years of marriage, but this was a difficult part because now my husband's a finance guy. He's a numbers guy, right? <laughs> she's just going back to grad school, and now she's telling me, oh, I want to do something different, right? Um, so it, it, And I talk about that. I, I talk about I, I was so motivated that I knew that there were other women just like me having the same issue, having more questions than answers, but, but being sort of at that, just that state of paralysis, and I'm not going to take any action. And listen, the greatest fear that we live with is that the clock keeps ticking and we never answer the call. Yes. And so the book is inspiring you to answer that call. And so the first step is awareness, that there is something in me that's saying there's something more. And I wouldn't talk a lot of, a, a lot about it because one, there were some friends who couldn't relate because I think that Dr. Wade, that we struggle with this. There's this tension between do we portray, continue to portray this image of success, the appearance of success? Ah, so you certainly had that. Yes, struggling to be fulfilled by purpose. And it's like, which one is going to win out? And you know, this is such an important point that you're it raising. Really is. Suzette, this <laughs> is so important because we do live in a culture of looking yes. good while feeling bad. That's right. And this looking good while feeling bad, I know mm. I was taught that in the family yes. I grew up in. It was more important that we look good Never mind right. how you feel, just That's keep right. moving forward. And That's I appreciate correct. you calling yes. this out because it is a choice. <laughs> yes. It is a choice yes. that we have to make. And Am I just going to go through life worried about how it looks to other people and what other people think? Because you know what? I was right. talking to John Bradshaw, the great uh, transformation teacher who was the first one to talk about family dynamics on PBS mm-hmm. and in his many yes. best-selling books. And John said to me, the greatest addiction in the world today, especially in America, is the addiction to what will other people think. There it is. There it is. There it is. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and I want to I want to take it just to digress a little bit just a step further for me, and I know many of your listeners are familiar with the Me Too movement, yes. women experiencing abuse. That is part of my story. I share that. I think what's important 
is that if there was ever a period in your life that you were abused or feel broken in any way, all the more you feel less capable, less like mm-hmm. there's a calling, less worthy. And That's so right. I, you know, and so less worthy either, and less like you have the right. Thank you for the courage to speak your truth it. and to say, yeah. me too. I raise yes, my absolutely. hand. I think uh, the statistics say that one in four women mm-hmm. is legitimately part of the me. And I think the numbers are even higher than that. They are higher. And I will tell you there's another statistic, and I know because I've done my homework. So I just wrote an article. It was in the November issue of USA Today magazine, and it was on the Me Too issue, and it's titled Me Too Phase 2. Because Mm -hmm. phase one is a lot of talk, Mm -hmm. a lot of talk. It is, will I tell the person? Will I come out? Will I talk about my struggles? But the phase two is is even more significant because it is around the healing. And when you embrace the healing, now you can really be intentional and step into your purpose and step into the life that God has for you. Yeah, and what you're saying is starting with awareness, your first step. You're already moving to your second step, and whether it's your career or whether it's me too, the steps are the same. There, There you go. And that first step, now here's the thing. In the first step, we have a choice. You hear that calling. You feel it. You know you should be doing something more. You know you should be living more purposely or you're not fulfilled in some way, you can choose to hear it and honor it or ignore it. Right. And then that and moves those us to I step two. Ignore uh-huh. it. Yes. And, and then, what do we and got on step, step two? two? Step two is that, that preparation. That means that um, we are, so you, you made the commitment. You said, yep, I'm going to do it. I'm going to take the leap. And then your expectations aren't necessarily fulfilled. It was, this was a place for me where I felt like I was running in place. You know, I was mm-hmm. ready for more and more wasn't showing up. Mm-hmm. What I had to learn during this phase, what your listeners and participants of the program that you'll put forth this year will have to learn is I'm in the middle, but you don't give up in the middle because the middle is preparing me for phase three. Uh-huh. And, what is phase and, three? And phase three is transformation. Uh, and this beautiful. is really about making different choices. Because everybody that I was with in phase one may not be with me when I turn the corner and start, you know, maybe living a little differently or pursuing something new. Some will be and some will not. Yeah, and so, transformation, if I can open that up with you a little mm-hmm. bit. Say more about transformation, Suzette, and what that meant for you yeah. on your journey. Well, what and, in and you yes, to be transformed? Will, excellent, excellent question. And I'll tell you my personal aha moment. So I'm at this place, a little bit of confusion. I want to do more. I'm not really clear what more is. Ready for more. More isn't showing up. I feel like I'm running, but I'm running in place. But now... And so all I want to do is go forward, but I realize that I must go back before I can go forward. And going back was to get the therapy, get the healing that I needed around the abuse that I experienced that I didn't share with anybody. 
Yes, and, and I have to say this, if you don't mind me saying this. Sure. Any kind of physical or sexual abuse in particular, these are the mm-hmm. only crimes that the victim is forced to participate in. So the victim always feels somehow it's my fault. I did something That's right. wrong. This is about me because it's so intensely personal. That's right. And, and so and for you to happens, say you went to therapy, I am so happy to hear that. And I would so say after years, thank you, after years of resisting it, because this is where we get stuck. We get stuck because for me personally, I said, well, this happened when I was a young girl. I'm an adult. I've got all of my faculties. I have a beautiful family. I just finished graduate school. I'm pursuing a writing career, all of these things. And, but I, I was still broken a bit inside. And so yes, the transformation... and, and let me open that up for a sec, if I might. Sure. Because sure. I want everyone to remember that mm-hmm. children's brains are not adult brains. A child right. can't make sense of something like this because we don't even get the higher cortex, the gray matter, the part that lets right. you do deductive reasoning and abstract thinking. We don't even mm-hmm. get that fully in place until we're 25 to 26 years old. So there's right. no way a child right. can make sense of it. So you do, as an adult, yes. have to come to the aid of that little child, that little wounded child inside, That's right. and help That's that right. child. So I'm That's underlining right. in bright red everything <laughs> that you are saying, Suzanne, yeah. because and it I is critical. You, it's if critical. If I had one, and thank you so much, if I had one objective for the entire book of Blues to Blessings is to inspire readers to take action. And the only way I could do that was to really show you the behind the scenes of me literally falling down sometimes, but always getting back up, getting back up, standing taller. And what I love is that this this emphasis that you have on being Mm -hmm. willing to seek support and help. Because at the end of the yes. day, none of us can go this journey of healing and transformation alone. It's right. just not possible. Yes. That's why you wrote your <laughs> book. So That's true. why you wrote it's that so article. So That's that why I have was... trainings. Because, and I've been, oh my God, I've lost track of how many therapists I've had. Because yeah. I had my own journey of abuse I needed to overcome and heal. That's right. And it is That's so, and I, I have to say, Anybody who's listening to Suzette right now, there mm-hmm. are signs and there are symptoms that That's you right. need to join us on the journey yes. of transformation. And one of them yes. is that you don't feel like you're being your full self, as Suzette described. Mm-hmm. Part of it is feeling depressed. You're low That's energy or you're cranky and irritable and you lash out at people. That's, That's a right. sign of depression. And it if you are like me... You're an African-American woman. Yes. Depression shows up differently. It's more likely to show up as lashing out Mm -hmm. rather than, Mm -hmm. oh, I'm tired, I can't get up. You're also going to notice, now this is important, and Suzette, you already Mm -hmm. described it, that Mm -hmm. there's a part of your life that is not working for you. Sometimes it's money, sometimes it's love, sometimes it's health, sometimes it's career. For you, the wake-up was in the career area. Suzette, but always there's a sign. Mm -hmm. So everybody, please take in 
Suzette's fourth step is I want to get all of your insights in, Suzette. This is brilliant work you're doing and very courageous. Thank you. Thank you. And I will just get into that last fourth point here, and that's what I call service because I started this whole process, and it started with me. But now that my light is shining brighter, I am able to now help someone be a light themselves or to, or to help their light to shine, you know? So it really comes full circle about now what am I offering, what am I giving to the, giving to the world? And I love the way you opened about distinguishing between intention and goal because I would get trapped there. I would know this is what I want because this is what I want. Everybody needs to think of me, right? So this was the goal. This was the outcome. And I would become so mired and so competitive in a sense of achieving the goal that my intentions were not necessarily in the right now, place. Now, I know also you have some <laughs> statistics on those who live a more fulfilled and purposeful life compared to those oh who goodness. don't. Tell yeah, us about well, those. Right off, right, right off the bat, they live longer. People who have a greater sense of fulfillment and purpose have a longer lifespan. And wow. there's two or three studies out there. That's that amazing. Only, I didn't know that. Isn't that something? It makes sense. It makes sense. It, it, it makes it sense really, because when you're living yeah. on purpose, your energy is lit up. It's That's absolutely right. lit up. You wake up in the That's morning right. feeling excited about what you're doing. And I can and see that key. keeping you alive. Yeah. yeah. And the key is now you're inspiring change in others around you. Mm. And, you know, as women, we were always trying to, you know, pull our tribe, pull our family with us, right? But they respond to the change in you. My husband and sons have responded. They've seen me grow through the whole process. And I don't mean to stop it there because I'm still growing in Oh, God, yes. It's a lifetime of work. I'm on that train with you. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes. And you know what? If there's an old saying, and I wish I knew who said this, when you stop transforming, you're dying. That's right. Because we are here to grow and learn and transform. And Suzette, it is such a pleasure to talk with you. I want to remind you, everyone, the book is called (laughs) Blues to Blessings. And again, this is Suzette Webb that we are speaking with. Her website is www.bluestoblessings.com. And I want you to grab that book. And you know you can go online and get that article in USA Today and talk about the next steps in Me Too, because this is the Mm -hmm. era of the rising of women around the world. That's right. The rising of women is crucial, because when Mm -hmm. women are in balance with men, we have a more balanced approach to life and how life on this planet is going to be handled. Women are more centered on inner life, more likely to bring community, families together, and that's what we need right now. We have to all Mm -hmm. come together as a human family to save Mother Earth so that we can all continue to live here. So, Suzette, you get the last word. What do you want to leave Mm -hmm. leave us with? I'm saying live because I feel like you're talking about how to live our lives in such a beautiful yeah. way. And and I just 
want to inspire listeners to make 2019 whatever your specific purpose is, to let your light shine. Be very intentional about your light shining better because it is a year of miracles, as you said, Dr. Wade. So oh, thank you, thank you for having thank me Thank you today. so much, Suzette Webb. Thanks for being with yes. us. Grab that book. You know, in this community, we're big fans of books, and I encourage people to do what I do. Have so many books, you trip over them when you get out of bed in the morning. So you always have something to read, to go yes. to bed inspired. Because while we're sleeping, that last thing in at night is working in your subconscious mind. So grab Blues to Blessings. And everyone, get to Eventbrite right now and register yourself. If you're listening to the podcast before January 12th, you have a chance to grab one of the last seats for the Miracle after Miracle for You in 2019 training. Thank you to Cliff Dunning, our associate producer, to Mr. LeGrand Green, our executive producer, and to all you modern lovers, time to claim your blessings. Bye. (laughs) Goodbye. (laughs) 